Hello, I'm Adam Young, editor of the Lubbock Avalanche Journal, and this is The Lead. In this podcast, I'll go over highlights from the past week in Lubbock and the South Plains and offer a look ahead to interesting stories our newsroom will be working on this week. I'm bringing in a few of the Avalanche Journal's reporters to share a bit about a few of the stories they're working on. So let's get started. We're joined now by business reporter Elena Edgen here to give us some updates on the end of the year story she's working on, plus um, an update she's got on Lubbock Electric Company changing hands. What have you learned about that? Well, I actually had a reader reach out to me to let me know that this was happening. So from that reader's tip, I was actually able to reach out to the company and ask about this new ownership. Lubbock Electric Company in June or July received an award for being in business for more than 50 years. They've been open since 1944, and it's been owned by the same family this entire time. The news was it's under new ownership now. And so I reached out to the company, and they told me that there wasn't a successor who was going to take the company. And so the current ownership found somebody else who actually has a little bit of an El Paso connection, has experience in the industry, and Steve Moffat believes that it's going to be a very good thing going forward. There's some new plans, but overall customers should continue expecting the excellent service they've been receiving. Sounds good. And then just looking ahead into 2023, I know we've still got more than a month out, but you've been working over the last few weeks to kind of get some of those stories ready and kind of look ahead at some new businesses um, opening in 2023. What, what, are, what are some takeaways for me there? Sure. Well, we know that Tropicale initially reported that they would be opening in late 2023. We have a couple other businesses that are still getting those dates confirmed. And then as we're rolling through December, we're probably going to learn more about, oh, hey, this business is opening. Also, any listeners, if you know of any businesses that are coming soon, please shoot me a message. Sounds good. Well, thanks, Alana. Thank you. And now we're here with Trends and Breaking News reporter Mateo Rusilas. We're going to visit a little bit about the upcoming Carol of Lights, which is also going to be centennial-themed this year. They're uh, playing it up a lot bigger this year. What should we expect from that? Yeah, so according to the President's Office, this year they're going to reimagine Carol of Lights with live entertainment from the Mains Brothers and then um, Wade Bowen, as well as a firework display at the very end of the night. So this event is completely free. It's open to all of the city of Lubbock and those alumni and tech students as well. Um, it starts at 6.30 with the Carillon concert, and then 7 o'clock is when it actually kicks off with the marching of the torches and flames on around Memorial Circle, live entertainment from the bands, the orchestra, and the choir, as well at Tech. And so thousands of people usually attend this. It's oh, yes. It's a beautiful family event. But folks wanting to go this year can probably expect a little bit more of a crowd and just travel logistics. What should people expect just trying to get there? Yeah, just for anyone that hasn't been here before, just know that the heart of campus is shut down for this since it's um, open for the public to see it and to watch it and to watch the lights get turned on. They're going to have public parking near University and, 9, and 15th Street and as well as near the R15 or R14 lot at the um, Arts and Sciences Building, as well as public parking near the Jones AT&T Stadium and the Ross College of Business. And ADA parking will be in R2 this year. Yeah, that Jones AT&T Stadium parking lot is usually one of the better ones to get access to coming in from the uh, Marsh Sharp Freeway. Yeah, it is definitely going to be a walk from there um, to the heart of campus, but it's definitely worth it to see all these lights turn on. Over um, 2,500 or 25,000, sorry, of red, orange, and white lights will be turned on all at once to illuminate the heart of campus. 
Sounds good. And so I know just organizers have said to just uh, also keep in mind some of the um, streets that are going to be closed. A good stretch of University Avenue between, you know, really 19th and 4th is probably just best to avoid. And then obviously 19th Street construction down to one lane there. So Mm -hmm. and and then do not park in front of my house. (laughs) uh, I'll I'll be keeping an eye out for that. I'm probably going to be walking over there, though, so I really won't keep too much of an eye on that. Yeah, so it's going to be really interesting to kind of see how they kick off the centennial celebration. Of course, this will be their official kickoff for the centennial celebrations throughout the next year. Um, And it will be concluded at next year's 2023 um, Care of the Lights. Um, So we're going to have events throughout the whole year um, pertaining to centennial events, highlighting different things. I think in February we have Founders Day and all that. But the day before Care of Lights... um, there will be opening the Centennial exhibit at the Texas Tech Museum. So either on your way to uh, Carol of Lights or after Carol of Lights, you just might want to stop by and check it out real fast. And then hopefully you're not Christmas or holidayed out after Carol of Lights on Friday. On Saturday, we're going to have the 17th annual, 17th annual Miracles Christmas Parade. That's at 6 o'clock. That usually goes down 34th Street. Mm-hmm. Fun event. This year, the theme is ugly Christmas sweater. So they're asking people to wear their ugly Christmas sweaters out to that. Probably need it if it's cold anyway. Okay. I can't immediately think of an ugly Christmas sweater I have. One that looks a little bit like a Bill Cosby sweater, but that's been canceled in my closet, so I can't wear it. <laughs> I do have one. It's one that I bought last year, and it was, has like Christmas tinsel and all that all over it. And I save it always for one event every year. During that, the uh, Marines will be collecting toys for the 75th anniversary of the Toys for Tots. Mm-hmm. So take a, uh, an unwrapped toy out to that so they can process it, get something good, not the... Uh, not something cheap, something that you'd want your kids to have or your grandkids. So always recommend that. And it's also just a good show. I think uh, their organizers are saying they're expecting more than 600 high school student, uh, students to participate from the four Lubbock ISD bands, um, high school marching bands, plus the normal mix of parades and fire trucks and all that stuff. So fun stuff coming up toward the end of the week. Yep. The holidays are in full swing now. So thanks, Mateo. Thank you. There's a lot going on around our community, and we love your story ideas and tips. Please feel free to reach out to me at ayoung at labaconline.com, give me a call, or hit me up on social media. Here's hoping the week ahead brings great news and developments to Lubbock and our area. The lead is produced with the help of the Avalanche Journal's trends and breaking news reporter Mateo Rusilis and photo editor Annie Rice. Thank you for listening, and I look forward to checking back in with you next week. <laughs>